Welcome to the Humanizing Work Show podcast, where we dig into topics large and small related to our mission, making work more fit for humans and all of us humans more capable of doing great work. You can learn more about Humanizing Work and the Humanizing Work Company at humanizingwork.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Humanizing Work Snapshot, where we give you some insight into how we're trying to humanize our own work. Uh, and we find that, you know, it's helpful to know that even the consultants are still struggling with some of the same challenges that you probably are. And we wanted to share a recent example of that from this week. For those of you listening to the podcast, we've posted an image of the mural board we used to plan our day. We refer to the image a few times as we're describing what we did. So you can check out the show notes on the episode page to view it. So earlier this week, we had a day set aside for the three of us to collaborate, which doesn't happen very often because we're often teaching workshops, doing different client work separately. And so we try to carve out days and weeks every so often where we can work together. And like many of our clients, we have way more work to do than we have capacity to do it. So we have to figure out out of all the things we could do, what are we going to do? And so on this day, we started out in a mirror board, just getting everything we could do. Um, and our focus this time was things we've started that we wanted to finish that we needed to work together on. So we listed a bunch of those things and not surprisingly, it was way more than one day's worth of work. So we had the situation a lot of our clients have, which is a prioritization challenge. How do we figure out what's most important? And uh, Peter facilitated this really nicely using a lot of the tools you've probably seen us use in different places. So first move was uh, kind of clumping like things on the board. And we had some sticky notes that went together because they were kind of parts of the same activity. Once we had that, we started uh, adding more information to the groups. And so the first thing Peter asked us about was what's sort of the value model. So if you've been in an ACSPO course with us or a conference session on this, we talk about economic benefits and uh, kind of how we believe we're going to get that benefit and stuff like that. So we did this informally and we talked about like, we're trying to increase sales with this. It's short-term revenue, long-term revenue, it's strategic or versus tactical, it's cost savings. And so we just described that for each of these clumps. So we could have a sense of what kinds of things were out there and what's the value of them. Then he asked us to uh, dot vote for what we were energized to work on. I think that's an important thing. Our, our intuition about what's motivating or energizing to us tells us there, there's maybe something there. So we dot voted around that. And it was interesting to see already the relationship between value and energy. They don't always correlate. And then I think the, the third question he asked us to weigh in on with a kind of different dot vote shape was things that required collaboration. Because there were some things on the board that we could do individually but what things would really benefit from this dedicated day to do it. And once we voted on all three of those things or added the information about all three of those things, we did a little bit of like interpretation and decision to make sense of it, but it was pretty clear what the thing was that we needed to focus on yesterday. And so we moved forward on that. And even though it didn't get like the most energy votes from all of us, I think seeing that clarity at least gave me more energy to dive in and work on that thing. And I'm curious about, the experience for both of you. And yeah, I guess your reflection on that. Yeah, I think for me, um, though in practice on a daily basis with my own work, making things visible is important for moving things forward. When we pause to do that together as a team with all the many things that we have that we would like to work on, 
it's nice to see where we have junctures of pieces of projects that each of us are mindful of and to think through how we can collaborate on them together to move them forward. Another thing is just agreeing with you, Richard, in terms of changes in energy in seeing where we can collaborate together. There may be things that I did not feel as energized about working on my own, but thinking through what we could do together definitely kicked up the energy level for me. It's interesting for me to reflect on kind of the arc of this meeting because it originally went into the calendar as we're going to spend the day working together on this particular product that's in our roadmap. And as we got close to the meeting, in fact, in our month or our weekly planning for the week, I mentioned that it didn't feel like that was the most important thing to work on for me. And so I kind of dropped a, an option, at least, on the board to say, maybe we don't need to do that. And we decided not to plan it that day. We decided to come in and figure it out that morning since we would have time to do it then and we would know the most then. And then this idea to finish things that we had started originally started out like we've got a whole bunch of loose threads. It's part of our culture that we start a lot of things and are not as good at finishing all of those things. And I think we all have a certain amount of guilt associated with that. And there was this kind of playful moment where we labeled a board stuff we want to finish. And then that got crossed out on the board and, and changed to stuff we ought to finish. Like there's an obligation because not everything that we listed on the board were things that we were excited about doing. We actually didn't want to do those things, but we knew we oughta. So we changed it to we oughta. And so for me, the process of working through these things together uh, is in some ways processing my own deep-seated guilt that we don't do enough or that I don't do enough is probably more accurate that, you know, I'm, I'm slacking off and that's all part of like the culture I grew up in, my own personal psychology is like I have to be careful not to just be driven, driven, driven all the time. And so it was helpful for me to process through all that, recognize that I've got guilt around things that I probably don't need to be guilty about. And now let's get engaged around the thing that matters today and then figure out what's the small slice of that that will get done today. And I still have a little bit of concern that things that don't get enough dots don't get done, even if they should. Are we just gravitating towards the things that are most fun when we really do need to finish that thing off and nobody loves doing it, but we need to anyway. So I don't know that we've solved that problem on our team, but this was a nice way to at least, it became clear that we should work on a thing that actually was not the thing I thought we should work on that day. So I ended the meeting with a very different view of what was most important to do today than I went into it with, which was surprising and probably a good outcome. If you as a facilitator can be surprised by the thing you're facilitating, you might be doing it right <laughs> and okay with and happy with. So that's another of these uh, little snapshots into what's going on. We'd love to hear how you prioritize your work. This is a small team. We don't have a lot of the challenges that even larger teams or teams that are part of a huge organization that would need to do that exercise across 50 items over the next year. I don't know how we would do that, but I know that we all struggle a little bit with prioritization. So curious how you do that well and hope this was helpful. If you enjoyed this episode and want more content like this, the best thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast and rate it on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love it if you shared the podcast with friends, family, and coworkers who you think might benefit from learning more about how to make work more fit for humans and humans more capable of doing great work. If you want help humanizing your work, you can find out more about our products and services at humanizingwork.com. We spend so much of our lives working, so let's make that investment meaningful for us and for all the people connected to it.